What's up, guys? Bet the Universe here, coming to you on a Tuesday, November 17th. Afternoon, Dennis Perez, Roel Cabral. How you guys doing today, Ro? I'm good, brother. Let's do this. I'm ready to go. Bet the Universe. I'm good. I'm good. You're always good, brother. Always good. good. Bet the Universe.podbean.com, the original home. Also on Spotify. Also on iTunes. We're getting into the Week 10 recap. I know you hear the NFL music in the background. We're trying something a little different yeah. today. Give you a little tunage in the back. So, yeah, we're going to start with the Eagles-Giants. Eagles favored by three and a half on the road. And this one went under the total. Well, yeah, Eagles were favored by three and a half on the road. They didn't get it done. Giants came through with the win. And this one went under the total of 44 and a half. Yeah, um, this one actually went up to four and a half before the game. There was heavy money coming in on the Eagles. And it didn't work out for the Eagles and the Eagles fans, man. The Giants finally break through against uh, the Eagles. Even now... Philly D, 2-8 in the last 10. They've, they've been really bad, straight up. Uh, Birds are also 1-4 the last, 1-5 the, the last six as favorites. So you got that. And the Eagles D, they were 0-9 on third down. They could not get it done on third down. 0-9 on third down. Yeah, that's not going to get it done. Uh, Giants, 20 or more points in their last six games. Offense is starting to get, you know, rolling a little bit here. Giants always come through with some sacks, man. The defense is a bit underrated. Two and two, well, their pass defense sucks, but they do get after the quarterback. Two or more sacks in all 10 games this year for the Giants. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're still in play for the division, and we're going to take a look at some division uh, odds later, maybe, maybe something with the Giants there because they are yeah. right behind the Eagles. The Eagles still do lead the division at 3-5-1, though. We're going to move on to the Houston Texans at the Cleveland Browns. The Browns were uh, favored in this one by four and a half. Didn't get it done. This one goes under the total of 45 and a half. Yeah, D, I was lucky enough to, this was my top bet. I was lucky enough to grab the, the money line on this one. Uh, we told people to go minus three on this when they had the chance on our last show before because we thought this might go up a little bit. And because, you know, you wanted to buy that hook, end up going up to four and a half. And because of Chubb, they're not able to get that cover, D. He, he, he steps out at the one with a minute left, and then they don't get the, they don't get a chance to cover. But definitely uh, Texans here, you know, they playing the usual one and eight against the spread this year, and th- and they continue to you know to play down. And um, the Cleveland wins a nice uh, tough game in the wind here. D nasty weather over here. Yeah, uh, in weather like that, you want to get a run game a uh, run game going, and uh, Cleveland certainly did. Both Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt each rushed for 100 yards in that game, 100 yeah. more yards in that yeah. game. So we're going to move on to the Washington football team at the Detroit Lions. Lions get it done on a 59-yarder in the closing seconds. They were favored by 2.5, and, and that last-minute field goal put them over the 2.5, and, and this one goes over 45.5 total. Yeah, plenty of line movement here too, D. This was D- Detroit was favored by 3.5. Next thing you know, it's 2.5. And if you follow that movement, you know, you, and you grabbed Washington, you probably, you know, I, I, some people got the plus three. But, yeah, definitely Washington looked good this game. Smith coming back. The over is now 10-1 and one in the last 11 for Detroit at home. You got that going. And Swift was really good for Detroit. He had 81 rushing yards and 68 receiving yards. He was running over guys. He had a touchdown, too. Swift for the Detroit. This win right here for Detroit is snaps uh, a long home game losing streak. Uh, this is their first home win since week eight of 2019 okay. for the Detroit Lions of last year. So they get, finally get one going at home. Jacksonville Jaguars at the Green Bay Packers is next. Packers favored by two touchdowns in this one. Of course, they didn't get it done. They only win by four. This one goes under the total of 46 and a half. Yeah, I was afraid this could happen here. Um... Green Bay had a slow start here. Tampa, Tampa, I mean Tampa, um, 
The Jags had a chance to fight and stay in this game. Robinson gave him a chance with 23 carries and 110 yards. But, D, Green Bay is 1-5 as double-digit chalks since 2015. I had a feeling that, that this was one of those games to stay away from. And, you know, I'm glad I did, to be honest with you, because it was a close game, 24-20. Devontae Adams kind of emerging as, as a top three wide receiver. Uh, uh, since 2000, he has the most uh, receiving touchdowns since 2016, the most in that span with 49. So, I mean, the guy's a stud. Nice. My man Rodgers is finding him. Something for Jacksonville in this game. They did make the switch from Luton back to Minshew at some point in this game. So, I don't know if they're going to stay with Minshew going forward. I mean, it doesn't seem to matter who's behind center for the Jaguars. They still find a way to lose games. Now 1-8 and on the season for Jacksonville. We're going to move on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Carolina Panthers. Buccaneers favored by six in this one. They they cover easily in this game as they put up 46 points. And this one goes over the total of 48 and a half. The Bucs won four of the last five against the Panthers. The road team is now eight and two against the spread in, in Panther games. You got that. The total yards, if you look at the total yards in this game, was dominated by Tampa. 544 yards for Tampa, only 187 yards for Carolina. And the run game was killer, too. One last nugget here, Brady. We talked to you guys about Brady after a loss. He goes to 20-6 and six against the spread after a loss, and he's covered 18 of the last 21 after a loss. He's also 8-1 and one against the spread um, coming off a 20-point loss. So we told you guys to have your eye out for that, and I told you that Bridgewater's little dog run would come to an end there, D, and it did. They got destroyed. I got more stats for you on Brady in a bounce-back game. So after a game where he throws three or more interceptions, he's 7-2. and two. With 16 touchdowns and one interception. Also, as far as fantasy, he passed Jerry Rice as the all-time leader in all-time fantasy points. Wow. Cool. So, cool for you fantasy nerds out there, Brady's here. Brady is the fantasy GOAT now. Uh, we move on to the Denver Broncos at the Vegas Raiders. Raiders were favored by three and a half. They get it done. This one goes under the total of 50 and a half. The five turnovers for Denver here. Does a man four interceptions for Locke. He's got to be better than this. I thought he would. Uh, eight games, eight straight games and head-to-head matchups gone under when the Broncos and the Raiders face each other. Those games are under. This game just slightly goes under. Um, Carr continues to dominate, and the running game was was dominating here. The 112 and 81 yards, respectively, for Jacobs and Booker here. Vic Fangio's defense not getting it done. They've given up 30 or more points in the last four games now. Josh Jacobs for the Raiders continues to get rushing touchdowns. That's now eight for him on the season. Nice. One last thing, D. Raiders covered the last six in this series. Broncos, Raiders. Yeah, especially Raiders at home, right, against against the Broncos. Good bet. Yeah, that was a good bet. We are going to move on to the... Los Angeles Chargers against the Miami Dolphins, which I pegged this game, the trap game of the week. I told you that they wouldn't fall for the trap, and they did not. They covered the one and a half over 48 and a half. Yeah, I was confused, D. I didn't know which way to go here. I, I All the numbers, everything was pointing towards Miami. I would just, every all the sharp money was coming in on the Chargers, and they couldn't get it done here. Miami, they covered their last five. They won and covered their last five, D. Miami's also 16-5, and five, the last 21 at Miami. So they're dominating. Uh, they're dominating. No, that not at Miami, just in general. They, they've covered 16 of the last 21. They also covered five of the last six games at home. So right now, Miami's a cover machine. 
Tua getting it done, three and zero as a starter, and the new guy Ahmed came in and, and rushed for eighty five yards and a rushing touchdown. So the Dolphins look good. Dolphins are rolling. We're gonna get into them a little bit more when we talk division odds. That's yes. five straight wins for them now, five and one outside the AFC East. Uh, for the Chargers, the woes continue, three and sixteen, and games decided by eight or less. That's that last year and this year. Also, they're only there's. Three NFL teams this season that have not lost by more than one score in a game. The 9-0 Steelers, the 8-1 Chiefs, and the 2-7 Chargers. Wow. Chargers just, it just continues. Yeah, you can't trust them, D. Going forward, you got to be very careful. I know they're playing the Jets this week, but it's very hard to trust the Chargers right now with your money. Move on to the Buffalo Bills at the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals were favored by three in this one. They don't get they do get the win on the on the last minute Hail Mary from Murray to Hopkins, but they don't get the cover because they, I think they opted to yeah. they could have got the push had That's they opted point. for the yeah. extra point. They did not. They opted for the two point. Uh and they obviously no. didn't get the conversion. They did they took a knee actually. Took a knee, right? On the yeah, two point. They conversion. wanted to make sure that, that they didn't get the <clears throat> field goal blocked and then the other team goes the other direction for the two points and ties the game up. So I they, understood. They take the knee right there, much to the to, to the chagrin yeah. of minus three Cardinals betters who did not get the push. Yeah, and, and I'm glad I, glad I had the money line here with the cards. It was a, one of my best wins here. I, it was fun. The running game, over 200 rushing yards for Arizona here. Told you before this game, Buffalo was allowing almost five yards a carry here. And, a, and Drake and Kyler Murray and Edmonds took advantage of that. Um Brown and Diggs, Beasley, all these guys for Buffalo had great games. Unfortunately, Allen had a couple of picks, which kind of hurt them late. And obviously, Hopkins, D. Hopkins with that huge catch, seven catches for 129. And that was the difference in the game. The huge play by Kyler and Hopkins. This one goes way over the total of 54 and a half yes. for Buffalo. They have allowed 25 or more points for the sixth time this year. Very uncharacteristic of the Buffalo defense. Uh, the Cardinals are starting to roll offensively 30 or more points in five straight games now for the Cardinals. Last week, I gave you Kyler Murray as a dark horse for the MVP. I think, I believe, at plus 2,200. Yes, D. Plus, hear these numbers out. 6,000, well, more than 6,000 passing yards and more than 1,000 rushing yards in his first 25 games. There's only one other quarterback who has achieved that. I believe that's Cam Newton. Wow. So, Kyler Murray, his uh, nice. NFL career is off to a dazzling start. We'll keep, it, we'll keep an eye on him moving forward as far as the MVP race. We're going to move on to the Seattle Seahawks at the Los Angeles Rams. Rams cover the two and a half at home. Seahawks starting to, to falter a little bit here in the last couple of weeks. This one goes under the total of 54 and a half. Yeah, D. For me, the story of this game is the Rams defense. Leonard Floyd with three sacks. Wilson gets sacked six times. He throws two picks. And Ramsey locks down Metcalf. That 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 was pretty much the game there. Ramsey Zero receptions on two targets for the DK in this game, and he was covered about seventy five percent of the time by Ramsey. Yeah, and golf too. The um, I mean, he didn't have a great game, but he throws for three hundred again. That's the fifth straight game he throws for three hundred against the Seahawks. And Reynolds had a really good game. He was going deep on on that defense right there, which is their weakness. He had eight catches for ninety four. Three turnovers in this game for Seattle. Two interceptions for Russell. One in the red zone. Uh, he's been looking a little shaky lately for the Rams. That's five of six that they've won now against Seattle. They play that team very, very well. Like Roe mentioned, Ramsey had DK on smash. Zero receptions on two targets. An interesting number, uh, interesting stats here on the Rams. 
31 and 0 when leading at halftime nice. since 2017. The Rams defense, they've allowed three points or fewer in the second half of in eight of nine games this year. Wow. Hear me again. Second half team right there, D. Three point the defense has allowed three points or fewer in the second half of games in eight of the nine games this year. We're gonna move on to the San Francisco 49ers at the at the New Orleans Saints. Saints cover the nine and a half here despite not having quarterback Drew Brees for much of the second half. This one goes under the total of 48 and a half. Yeah, big news was Brees D with his ribs. And because of that, Jameis Winston had to come into action. And there was a lot of dinking and dunking. Kamara was used a lot. He had seven receptions for 83 yards. He also had three total touchdowns. But you also, if you look at you dig in the stats, two for 12 for the Saints on third down. They're going to have to make an, some adjustments going forward with Winston. And I think him getting the first team snaps this week, along with Sean Payton and his innovative way to change and to, and to you know, be able to, um, to you know, kind of get into a different kind of team, to turn into a different kind of team. You're going to see that this week. Turnovers here. San Fran had four. Mullen was pretty bad. And that was the story of the game, really. I mean, you know, with, with quarterbacks not named Garoppolo since 2017, 49ers are now 5-23. and 23. Saints defense mm. continues to play stellar. They have not allowed a 100-yard rusher in 47 straight games now for the New Orleans right. Saints. So we'll move on to the Cincinnati Bengals at the at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers improved to nine and zero, the only undefeated team remaining. They cover the six and a half spread, and this one goes over the total of 48, 45 and a half. Yeah, Steelers looking impressive here, D. I like what I saw from Big Ben, three hundred thirty-three yards. He spread it out. Claypool, Smith, Schuster, and Deontay Johnson were all vital parts of, of this team. Um, you also saw Burrow struggle a little bit here. You saw Steelers defense sack him four times. Burrow was only 21 of 40. He throws an interception. TJ Walker's two sacks here. And Cincinnati's 0 of 13 on third downs. And there's no way you're going to win a game like that, D. They dominated the Steelers. That's now 55 takeaways for the Steelers defense since 2019. That's the most by any NFL team in that span. They have won 10 straight against Cincinnati now. So that's, I mean, it's just dominating matchup for the Steelers. They love it when the Bengals are coming into town or when they travel to Cincinnati. Yeah, for sure. Baltimore Ravens at the New England Patriots. The Ravens do not cover the seven on the road, and this one goes under the total of 43 and a half. Yeah, the weather was a huge factor in this game, D. It really came into play in the second half. I mean, New England, man, they were able to run the ball with Harris. He had 121 yards. Burkhead was getting his carries. He also had two receiving yards, and he had four catches for 35 and I talked to you guys about the Baltimore on third down. They were holding opponents to like 22% on third down. New England was 5 of 11 here, almost 50%. That was a huge factor. And, and you know, Bill comes through and stays alive for the playoffs here. D. That, that was the story for me. Yeah, Bill gets it done. You, you thought Bill would still have something left under this uh, up his sleeve, and he did. He pulled something out. They limited the Ravens offense, who had scored 20 or more points in 31 straight games. That is snapped. They did not get to 20 in this one. I believe they scored only 17. So that 31 straight uh, game streak is snapped. Lamar Jackson, kind of alarming. 0-6 now when his team gets down by 10 or more points at, at any point in the game. Mm. He's not, he, he's not, not one for a comeback. Yeah, so 0-6 now, uh, you know, he has gonna, so he's going to have to break, he's gonna have to break through uh, in a game where he's down at some point. Uh, Patriots, 52-3 and now when they have a, a lone 100 or more yard rusher. Nice. And that's since 2000. So, you know, they they need to focus on the running. It's a strength for the Patriots for a long time. When yeah. they run well, they win games. So, 
that's going to continue. We'll, we'll see if, if they continue to win. Now, four and five for the Patriots after being two and five. They're trying yeah. to climb back into the playoff race here. Two straight wins for them. Let's see what they do with Cam and Bill. One last note, D, on the Pats, too. Five and oh, their last five as a home underdog. When you see them as a dog at home, Bill does not like being a dog at home, D. Take that. Don't count Bill out just yet. We're going to move on to the Minnesota Vikings. Last night's game, Minnesota Vikings at the Chicago Bears. This one goes under the total of 44 and a half, and the Vikings cover the three on the road. Yeah, the Vikings been looking really good lately, going to 3-0 and now since the bye. They've been running the ball. I mean, the Bears had they, the Bears had a tough run defense yesterday, but they, 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 offensively, the Bears couldn't get anything going. 1-9 now for... Uh, Cousins, Cousins finally Cousins. breaks through. Yeah. He was 0-9 prior on Monday Night Football. Finally breaks through and he gets in the win column on Monday night. Vikings also D, 6-2 <clears throat> against the spread on the road the last eight. They've been dominating and the, the Chicago under guys continue to look for it. It's hit six of the last eight games, that under. Four straight losses now for the Bears after starting the season 5-1. and one. I think that's going to do it, right, for the Week 10 recap right there. Bettheuniverse.pawbean.com, the original home. Yep. We're also on iTunes, also on Spotify, Dennis Perez, and Roel Cabral. Yes, Happy to bring are. you all this content every weekend and yeah, every beginning of the week. stuff coming up. Ro, now, what we got here for the division futures? We're going to look at the division futures, guys. There's value here. There's things for us to look down and break, at, break down. D, let's start with the NFC South, especially now with the big news and Breeze being down. There's a way to take advantage of this division right now. I'm looking at Saints. I bet MGM. We're looking at bet MGM right now, guys. Saints minus two fifty. Yeah, Saints Buccaneers. minus two for your Bucks. Bucks plus look in, the Bucks, Bucks look interesting at plus one seventy five. Of course, nobody's thinking about the Falcons and Panthers at this point. So no. you're either Saints or Bucks. I mean, listen, with with the, with the injury to Breeze, he's going to be out with about four to six weeks, I'm assuming, right, Ro? Yeah, the timetable on that injury right there. And being that he's being a little bit older, I'm pushing more towards the fifth and the sixth week. I agree. Uh, Buccaneers, the division's wide open for them at the moment. Uh, what are they sitting? One game back, bro? Yeah, I was just looking at that. One game they back. They have the two losses to the Saints, so of course the tiebreaker goes to a New Orleans. They will have to finish a full game ahead of the Saints, but... With the Saints facing the, the 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 lukewarm Falcons here in two out of the next three, they have Denver sandwiched in between. That should be a win for the Saints. It could get interesting here if the Falcons come to play. There's value here. We got to look at Tampa Bay schedule as well, D, when, to break this division bet down. But obviously, you got to look back at last year when Breeze was out. You know, Bridgewater gets a chance to come in and he scores 5-0. and oh. So if you're thinking about that bet, you, you got to know too, Sean Payton's going to make some adjustments here. You know, he's going to make some adjustments. Buc Buccaneers are 7-3 and three on the season. I'm looking at their schedule right now, D. The next three, they got the Rams, which is a very difficult game at home. Then they got Kansas City, D. This is not going to be easy for the Tampa Bay. So they got the, they, they're going to be home for the Rams. They're going to be home for Kansas City. Then they have the bye week. Then you're going to be home for Minnesota, who's, play, who's been playing a lot better. This schedule is kind of tough here. And then you got two games against Atlanta and sandwiched with a game with Detroit to end the season. Yeah, man. I mean, what do you think about this one? What do you, what do you, where would you lay? I mean, considering that, that, I mean, it depends what you think about Winston, obviously, and what you think about Sean Payton. But the plus 175, I mean, is that where you're gonna with go? Tom Brady, I think I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be too scared to lay that down, D, and hope that Jameis Winston... And the Saints just don't get it done. I'm gonna look at the Saints. I'm looking at the Saints schedule right now, and to be honest with you, I can't say that it's equally that tough. They do have Atlanta, like you said, Denver sandwiched in, and after that we got Philly at Philly, which is not an easy game. 
for New Orleans. And then you got Kansas City at home. And then you got Minnesota at home. And then at Carolina. So there's some questionable games there. Considering their game down, you might lean Tampa Bay. But remember, they do. New Orleans does hold the tiebreaker. So they're really down two games, D, as far as the division goes. So, uh, you know, at first I was thinking Tampa Bay, but maybe it doesn't look as sweet right now. Well, with, with the tiebreaker, they would have to finish, like I mentioned, uh, a full game ahead. Game ahead. Yeah. Um, Saints will have to take some losses here. and You have to you have to be a, a believer in Winston uh, messing up what's going on with the Saints. I mean, I'm thinking that, that um, who's the backup that we were talking about earlier? For they who? Gets a lot of, for the Saints, the other guy. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill, yeah. Taysom Hill. I'm thinking Taysom Hill is going to get a lot more a lot more snaps and a lot more chances, you know, out there to make some trick plays and to do some stuff, especially throwing, even throwing the ball because he does have some passes too. So I think that that's going to be a huge factor. And I just I trust Sean Payton to get his guys the ball, like Kamara and Michael Thomas. So, you know, not for nothing, D. I think I mean I think it's a stay away from me, but the Saints, you know I think I would lean Saints here at the minus two fifty because they have the advantage with that that they have that you know that extra game it's, it's just a huge advantage and the scheduling is pretty tough for the Bucks here it's not an easy schedule for Tom. Let's move on NFC West D. This is one of the most you know intriguing divisions here. Well, being right? that they're all tied right at the moment, they're all tied at the moment. I for one. Like the Rams, looking at the way that the Rams played with their defense, they look like a well-rounded team. I love Sean McBay when we're looking at him as a coach. Uh, I mean, the Seahawks, got Seahawks here at plus 150, D. Rams, plus 190. And then the Cardinals at plus 200. Thoughts? <sighs> this is a tough one to call. I one. wouldn't bet on Seattle because they're trending downward and the yes. defense is, is, is awful, like historically bad. I guess I would have to roll with the Rams at the plus 190 in this one just because they have a defense that's been playing well and they're, they're, the they're getting better. And then I just read you the style about the second half. Yeah, you're right. The Rams are a good, good team, man, with a good coach. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I'm weary of Arizona. Like, I am scared. Arizona could get it done as well. But their defense has also been so shaky. They gave up tons of points. Patrick Peterson, he's been kind of – he had an interception, but he's been disappointing this year. He's been getting burned all day. In so. in this situation, I will I would I would take the team with the best defense of the three. I feel so comfortable be the with Rams. the plus one ninety. They got I think I believe I I love Carroll, but I believe they have the best coach in this division, and I believe they have the the best as far as defense. I believe they have the best defense in this division as well. Moving on here, AFC East, D AFC East. Obviously, the Bills they have the upper hand right now. I think they're up one game right now on the Dolphins. No, at the moment, yeah, yeah, they're up one game on the uh, on the Dolphins. The Pats are a couple of games back. Bills, minus 334. Dolphins, plus 280. Patriots, plus 1,400. Actually, only a half game up on Miami, Buffalo is. Oh, wow. Because they, they, they do have one a more win. win they have them. the same amount of losses. But they have a win on them, Yeah, too. they do. So, yeah, I guess you count it as a full advantage. game. Um, I like I like Miami's chances here. Miami, uh, again, the, 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 the team with the better defense... And a team that's been uh, rolling, trending up. The Bills have seemed to right at the ship as well. And, and the, you know, the offense is, is playing well again. But Miami's defense can be ignored. And their special teams as well. They came through with the block punt yesterday uh, uh, for a touchdown. Well, not for a touchdown. They blocked punt and they, they recovered it at the one. But, yeah, the, the, the Miami defense and special teams seem to make a mark yeah, on the game every right. week. 
They're a well-rounded team. D. I'm looking at their schedule right now. I'm and and Tua, Tua's also improving. He's he is. Get looking, Every game, game he looks better. Gets better, better. And he doesn't make many mistakes. He hasn't thrown an interception yet, which is great for, for a rookie quarterback. D, I'm looking at their schedule. Tell me what you think. At Denver, that could be a win. It's at most, Jets. More than likely a win. Right? That, that's a win. At Jets. Home for Cincinnati, right? So three. that looks like three wins right there. Then they go, they're going to have home Kansas City. Who's, who's going to be difficult for Miami. Then they got home New England, at Vegas, and at Buffalo. So. It, it, it ends pretty tough there. It ends tough. Um, but, yeah. They have no, to win those at, three next Five three. now, no reason they can't push this to an eight-game winning streak and then, you know, roll, their, roll the dice in the last three. They'll hopefully win uh, two of the last three at the end. The it's division is certainly... Uh, yeah, plus 280? What do you think? is great for a team that, that's half a game back and rolling and with a defense and, 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 a, and a quarterback that's on the uptick. I want to lay... I, I lay the 280 with Miami. Any way, any, any shape, way, or form that, that you go Patriots with the plus I, 1,400. Is that crazy? <sighs> is that crazy? They're down two games only, D. It's only two games right now. They're four and five. Dolphins are six and three. And then obviously seven and three for the so it's two and a half games back of the Bills. It, I, it doesn't. It's not the craziest <laughs> idea, but I I'd say no. Yeah. I'd say no because you you would need be... both because they're chasing two teams. Yeah, right. Of them. That's you're why. Right, you're right. You're right. Good point. All right, let's move on here. AFC North. Honestly, I don't think it's worth speaking about because the Steelers are minus a thousand, and then you got the Ravens at plus six. Yeah, let's just you, skip let's over skip. that one. A- AFC North and the NFC North. We're gonna speak. We're gonna skip two with the Packers because there's nobody else that's gonna win that division. So let's do AFC South, which is another interesting division with the Colts at minus six, um, one sixty-seven or minus one seventy, and then Titans. Those are the top two competitors here. The Texans and the Jaguars are not gonna win this division. D, any thoughts here? Colts obviously with a big win last Thursday night against the Titans. They, they also play, play them again, and, and not this week, but the following week. Okay. Um, I'm gonna roll with the Colts, man. Again, uh, the, the team with the better defense. Phillip is playing better as of late. He seems to be getting in tune with the receivers and with the system over there in Indianapolis. I, I'm rolling with the Colts, man, with the veteran quarterback. Yeah, I I, I agree here. I mean, I like Vrabel, but. Uh, the the Colts and Frank Wright, man, they're no slouches, and and they like again. We're talking about a well-rounded team. Philip looks like he's getting better. He's getting more comfortable in that offense. Naheem Hines had a great game, and he looks like he's developing more into that offense. I'm gonna have to agree with D here. I mean, Tennessee has too many holes on that defense, D, and and you need some sort of a defense going down the stretch here. The schedule is not easy though for the Colts. Not easy. D. Well, they got the Packers before the Titans. They got the Packers coming up here. Then the Titans, and then they face Houston after that. So that, that should be a win They there. got Houston twice before the end of the season. And then you got Vegas mixed in there. The Steelers will be a tough game. And then they got Jacksonville. So they have three games that they should definitely win for sure, for sure, for sure. And two Houston games and one Jacksonville games, even though those are divisional games. You have to win those games if you're the Colts. Absolutely. So let's move on here. AFC West is not worth talking about, is it? No, no, the Chiefs have that division. Even though the Raiders, D, in this week will probably be the biggest week in that division because it's Chiefs-Raiders, and the Raiders could get within one game if they win that game. Let's talk about, you want to talk about the NFC East? Let's talk about the NFC East. NFC East is interesting. Very. Uh, I got to say, man, I like the Giants in this one. At plus 250, D, when you're looking at what just happened, what, what just you know transpired, 
in well, that you know, Eagles the Giants, Giants game. That we, the Giants have a good against the spread record. They always seem to be within the score in all these games, most of these they, games. They've covered seven of their last eight games, the, the Giants. You, the Giants are a sneaky, sneaky, decent team. I wouldn't and say sneaky, to good, just sneaky, decent. Their They're defense, better than their record. Their defense is getting better every week. The Eagles coming off a bye week, you thought you see something because they were much healthier, and you saw the Eagles come out and look worse. Well, the Giants' pass defense is shaky. It's pretty bad, but the fact that they can get to the quarterback kind of helps that out, you know? Yeah. They get a lot of sacks, and, and, and they, they generate a and lot of And their linebackers pressure. are a lot better this year with Martinez and Fackrell. Those guys have been they, those guys are doing a good job, man. I'm going to have to lean with you here, D. There's real value in the Giants at plus 250. I really like that. I mean, if you're feeling ballsy and you still and you think Andy Dalton is going to come because he's supposed to be back for the Cowboys at the plus 800, if you think he's going to do anything, or if you think Alex Smith's comeback story is going to be one of those incredible comeback stories, plus 900 for Washington is not crazy in this division for Washington to climb up out of the depths. You know, that's that's a good that's a good point, Ro, especially now that they're starting the veteran quarterback. Alex Smith, he had a career day last yeah, week in the well. loss. He was good. Yeah, as for if the, you want to take a risk. I mean, as for the Giants, you would think six to seven wins could get the, is going to get this division, right? And they already have three wins. They have the Bengals coming up next. Nice. Well, actually, no, they have a bye week. Then they have the Bengals after that. Okay. So... Do it, you know, say what you will about the Bengals, but that could be a win right there. There's a potential, good potential for a win. Then they face Seattle after that. Mm. Seattle has a bad defense, so Giants are going to be able to score, but who, who knows what happened? Let's just put that as a loss. They also have Arizona after yeah, Seattle. Some tough games for the Giants, D. I'm yeah, looking at it Cleveland, right now. Baltimore, These are all games Dallas. You can lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cleveland Browns, right? They got to beat Cincinnati off the bye week. And Dallas. And they have to win Dallas, that game with Dallas. And then you're going to have to beat either Seattle or Arizona. Or, you know, you're going to have to go two and two and two in those in those tough games. Seattle, Arizona, Cleveland, and Baltimore. You got to go two and two. I think they could beat Cleveland at home. I think that's a feasible win. They might be favored in that game. But at Baltimore, is going to be really tough. Might have to change that pick, Roski. I don't know about that <laughs> schedule with the Giants. But you got to look at the Eagles, too. I believe the Eagles do have an easier schedule. But, you know... The, the, the Giants have been playing tough, tough games with everybody. So that's that's the breakdown of the whole thing. We're going to continue to look around and see what the Eagles schedule looks like. I'm looking at it right now, actually. What do you see over Eagles there? Eagles have the bye this week. So, oh, they had the bye. Now they have the Giants. They got at Cleveland, D, which is tough. You got Seattle at home. You got at Green Bay. You know, this is tough. You got New Orleans at home. And then you're at Arizona and at Dallas. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, they, equally they see, tough. I think they all have tough schedules. I'm looking at the Washington schedule right yeah. now. They have the Bengals and Dallas coming up back to back. But yeah. Then they have the Facing Steelers, the, the Niners, the Seahawks, the Panthers. And then wow. they finish with the Eagles. So, tough sledding uh. all around. What's Washington's like odds here? Plus, plus two, 900? Plus the plus 900 might be... Plus uh, 900. They've been playing better. Yeah. I think I still lean Giants. Though. Nah, you know, I'm going to flip to Washington with the Alex Smith, and they have an easier schedule here. But they have record, some wins here. Their record is not as good, though, right? They still Their record is not as good as the Giants. Two right? wins to their three to the Giants' two. wins. And they also two, they also lost two, two games seven. to the Giants. They also lost here. two games to the Giants, so the Giants have the upper hand there with that tiebreaker. Who knows with the NFC East, right? We're all over <laughs> the place, and that division's all over the place. That was fun, though. That was, that was we, kind of, uh, we wrap it all up. That's it, right? Yeah, because we the Packers. Yeah, we went through all the divisions. Took a look at those futures. They will keep monitoring that as the season goes on. Yeah, that's fun. You know stuff. who you guys are hanging out with today. You're hanging out with Dennis. You're hanging out with Ro. You're hanging out with Bet the Universe. Yes, you are. Podbean.com. 
iTunes, Spotify is where you find the show. So you find this good content. So we went through the week 10 review. We did the division talk right now. Ro, you want to get into one last breakdown here on the NFL? Go ahead. So I was looking at some NFL special futures bets. I got three really good ones. If anybody's interested, take a look. You know, don't be afraid to head over to FanDuel. Don't be afraid to put it go across state lines to Jersey and go on BetMGM and, and take a look at these props right here. So D, if this if you think the Steelers are gonna go 16 and 0, which I was looking at their schedule and we're gonna take another look at their schedule right now just to see how, if if it's, this is something that could really happen, right? So if you're looking at the Steelers to go 16 and 0, it's plus 800 on that D. Plus wow. 800 for the Steelers to go 16 and 0. Feasible, you might think. No, you might think it might not be able to happen. But if you look at the schedule, I think they're going to be favored in every game for the rest of the season. Ne- the next game at Jacksonville, D. You like that as a win, no? You chalk that one up. Then for Thanksgiving, special game here. They're going to be at home against Baltimore. Tough game. Tough game. I, I mean, we saw how Lamar is against that defense. He's had a tough time against good defenses, Lamar. Uh, I like I like the Steelers in that game, but that's a tough game. That's probably the one game that you might consider as a loss. Then you have Washington at home. They should win that game. At Buffalo, another one of those tough, game. tough games. And then at Cincinnati, who they love to beat up on. Indianapolis at home. I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think they're going to beat it. I don't think they make 16 and 0. I see right. I see three tough games here. Okay. All right. Well, Baltimore is going to play them tough. They already did. Buffalo yeah. is playing. They, they're getting back on track. That's going to be a tough game. It's at Buffalo. You're right. And I think Indianapolis the plays them tough too. You're right. It's a good defense. They might play them tough. I think the Steelers do beat, do beat yeah. Indianapolis, but you're right. Now, I want to look at Owen State. Let's look at the other side of that. If you think the Jets, who are tanking, definitely tanking for Trevor Lawrence right now, if you think the Chancellor might get a chance to go 0-16, the odds makers are a little bit more up on this, plus 175 for that. I'm looking at their schedule right now, D. It's very doable. They're coming off a bye, right? Yeah. They're at Chargers next. They could definitely lose that game. The Chargers, that's the one game I think the Jets have a chance to win. Besides that, all these games are losses. I see it. Then when you got Miami. Miami's a team that needs to win and needs to beat up on a team. It's, it's, it's a home game for the Jets against Miami, but Miami should win. Then you have Las Vegas, another team who's vying for a playoff spot. That's a very difficult game. At Seattle, at Rams. Two losses I see there, D. And then you got home Cleveland at New England. This is a uh, tough schedule. Listen, if you are of the philosophy that the Jets are tanking, then there's nothing to look at. They're going on 16. Especially with the Jags with that one win right now. With the Chargers being the next winnable game that they have, and that being next week, and the Jags still just having that one win, I think the, Jag- the Jets will be on full force tank mode this next Sunday, D. This is the one game they have a chance to win. I think they'll really be trying to lose this game here, D. What I really the- do. That's my point. If you, if you of the philosophy yes. that they're tanking, then there's nothing to look at. You're you, right. You take the plus one seventy five, and it's a gift. All right. Right. Well, but, those are fun, fun little. But props no, no. There. But if 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 they let's just say the Jets are not tanking on purpose. Yeah. And they are trying to win some of these games. Uh, it's still likely that they go on right. sixteen. Oh, yes, I didn't because know where you were going with the charges. <laughs> I mean, you know, we gave you everything the about the don't one. Don't want to get yeah. embarrassed about. They don't want to get embarrassed well, of the judges. We gave either. you the, the thing about the charges. You know, being in all these one score yes. games this year, they they're on par games. as far as that with the Chiefs, who are eight and one, and the Steelers, who are nine and zero. The the charges are an anomaly. 
they're not supposed to be two. They're supposed to have right. wins. Like yeah, they're right. gonna be licking their chops when they face the Jets. Miami, the same thing. They need they need to win all, all those easy teams, games. All these teams they playing need to win. Dude. Vegas fighting for a playoff spot. Seattle, they're coming in to beat the Jets' eyes. Rams, Seattle, Cleveland, all these teams and New England. <laughs> all these teams are starving for wins at this point. Really are. And even then, even down the stretch, you know how you might get some teams that are in a in a prime position and they might play their second team. None of these teams are in that kind of position. All these teams need to win. Then none of these teams are a lock for a, a, a playoff spot. Trust me when I tell you, bro. Every single one of these teams has the Jets circled on the schedule. You're right. Thousand percent true. Bettheuniverse.podbean.com. Dennis Rowell. Is that as everything for the day, bro? No, we got one last. We got thing. one more nugget NBA, here. NBA, for NBA draft. Freaks. This is for your NBA freaks tomorrow. The draft. Who's gonna be the number one pick? This is not gonna be a long conversation, D. But we did want to throw it out there because the, you know people are interested in this and people will be watching tomorrow. The virtual draft, D, at eight o'clock. NBA hot stove has kicked off. Uh, Chris Paul already changed teams. He's on the on the Phoenix Suns now. The we have a couple of changes with the Bucks with yes. Drew Drew Holiday joining the team. Bogdanovich joining the team. Very Harden very talk. very big rumor about James <laughs> Harden trying to force his way to the Brooklyn Nets to form a new big three on the East over yeah. there. That's exciting. That's, That's some scintillating stuff too. over there. That's going to make odd swing, too, as far as futures NBA hot stove is, is off to a rocking start, so we're going to get into this draft, these draft yes, odds sir. with you right now. So the favorite is, bro? The favorite right now, everywhere I look, and right now I'm looking at BetMGM, LaMelo La Ball La at Mello minus ball. 120. The other ball, brother. Yes, LaMelo Ball is at minus 120. It's not a huge favorite, guys. You're not laying down a lot of money. I looked at four four mock drafts. And all of them had Lamelo at one. I I'm reading about. I was the only possible candidate that's threatening Lamelo right now is is Edwards right now. Anthony Edwards. He's at plus one hundred. For he's coming out of Georgia. I read that his workouts were really shaky. That he didn't look like he was in shape, at, at basketball shape, which is not good. So that that from for me when I hear that, I'm going Lamelo Ball at minus one twenty D. Wiseman, notable mentions are Wiseman and Toppin. Wiseman's at plus 800, which everyone has him go to Golden State at, at number two. And then Toppin at plus 10,000. I mean, I, 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 don't, I wouldn't bet on NBA draft. I mean, those are all interesting odds. I, I go with Melo. I go with Melo. I go with the name. Yeah. I go with the big name at number one there. Yeah, that'll be interesting tomorrow. I wanted to mention real quick because I don't want people to think I'm skating on, on reporting my picks, but I was 0-2 this past weekend. Ravens did not cover the 6.5, and, and the teaser did yes. not hit 3.5, and, and I had over the 3.5 Saints hit, but the over 48.5 Seattle did not hit. So 0-2 on the picks last week. Wanted to throw in. I don't want to get called out by any of the listeners. And that, well, that same note, I'll go on my picks. I did have Cleveland at minus three and a half. Bought it down to three, so I got a push there. Then my teaser was the Bucks to win, and then the Giants at plus nine and a half. That came through, and I was very happy about that. And then I had a couple of leans here. I had lean to Minnesota, which came through for me last night. That was a good win against the Bears. And then I had the over in the Las Vegas game. I bought a couple of points there, guys. I got the push. But my pick was over 50 and a half. That didn't happen. So one in, one in, well, I'm two, two, one and a push there. There you have it. That's the, the picks from last week. Uh, everything is in. The content is recorded. We did the review of the week 10 division talk, a little bit of NBA draft talk, yeah, and we're doing some special with the, uh, with the Jets 0-16 prop yes. and the Steelers 16-0 prop. Yeah. So again... 
Happy to be here with you, Dennis Perez. We're welcome, Brown. Yes, Let the universe. Yeah, if you must later in the week for the week eleven. Yes. Picks and previews.